There's a there's a dating show now for naked and afraid of love where it's just a tasteless like everyone's doing I it. I thought it was like wasn't it naked and horny? No, no. There's no way they national. What? You can't put out a show called Naked and Horny I on swear, cable you know TV. Okay. Maybe I was looking at P Hub. I don't know. Hang on. Let me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? What is chief, my dudes? I hope you're having a fantastic Friday. And I know it's feeling like the Wednesday of the month right now. Just right on that right on that middle part of the month. We're just about to get done with September and then we can break into October. Hope you're getting into that fall spirit. Bryce, are you in the fall spirit? I am. And it's hump day part of the month. Hump week. <laughs> What's up, folks? Welcome back to the Chief and Podcast. So glad you could join us on this fine afternoon. I know... Uh, analytics say 100% of our listeners listen on the afternoon. Does it actually? No, no, that's not true because no, Josh is in the morning. Actually, no one listens in the afternoon. Do we even have analytics? I, I've never even looked at that, the specs and stuff. I think so. I don't know if it says listen by time. It says listen by like uh, geolocation. Oh, Remember when we got that email saying like, oh, you are the in the top 50 on improvisation in Canada. And I was yeah. like, what? Okay. <laughs> it's like perfect because we were just roasting Canada for like uh-huh. three months straight. I'm sure they were just sitting there just stewing like, yeah, oh, I'd like for you to come over here, eh? Uh-huh. See, see how that works out, eh? <laughs> yeah. I don't think the best PR strategy is to alienate all of your listenership, but. Uh, I mean, it's worked out pretty well so far. Yeah. I think it's been going Okay. Uh, for those of you listening, we are doing a Tama Talk today. And as you know, Tama Talks are a little haywire. We kind of just go whatever we feel like talking about. I do have one subject I'd like to talk about because I thought this was crazy. Okay. Um, two weeks ago, I got stung by a stingray at the beach. Um, never been stung by a stingray before. Had no idea what was going on. So you peed on it. No, I stepped on it. So I, at first, I thought it was just a fish. Like, I, it felt like a fish under my foot. And then my ankle started to burn. And I was like, oh, that's weird. I thought it was like, you know, I, I scraped my While foot or something. While you were in the water? Like, when you were walking out of the water? While I was... No, I was walking into the water. Oh, dang. So, I would already, I'd already been in the water for a while. But then I got out and then walked back in because the, the riptide was pulling me to the side and pulling me out. Um, So, we got out and changed locations and then walked back in. And after I walked back in, stepped on the fish or what I thought was a fish... And then I got tagged right on the ankle and didn't think anything of it until later. I was like, ah, oh, it's starting to kind of like tingle a little bit. I'm like, that's weird. And then it started like kind of like throbbing, not like a painful throb, but just like I definitely felt pressure. Mm-hmm. So I get out and I see my ankles bleeding and I'm like, well, that's new. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what happened there. And then um, I get back to the shore and my dad's like, hey, your ankle's bleeding. I'm like, oh, yeah. I think I, I think I like stepped on a fish and then scraped my key, my ankle or something. He's like, no, I think you got stung by a stingray. And I'm like, oh, that's that's a possibility. It makes sense. And then I looked it up and I'm like, it turns out I did get stung by a stingray, but didn't have much pain. Like it was just like kind of like a pressure. And then two weeks later, this was three three days ago. I'm sitting there wearing pants and my pant leg just kind of like rubs up against my ankle and. When that happens, my leg just got extremely itchy, like to the point where I'm like, it was like an itch I couldn't scratch. Like I, I, I was like diving towards my ankle just to scratch it as fast as I could. And then while I'm doing that, where I got tagged by that stingray, it was like swollen up like like a grape. What like, the hell? Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck so is going on? have like the poison in you or whatever it is? Yeah, because I didn't put my foot in uh, in hot water or anything, so I'm assuming it didn't. Like usually, that's you do that and then it comes out. Well, not just the poison, but I'm looking at it and I started squeezing it, thinking that would like you know push the poison out. 
all of a sudden this little tiny like barb starts poking its way through my my foot. Oh, wild. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's been in my foot for two weeks. And I get some tweezers and like pull it out slowly. And the second it came out, my leg stopped itching. The swelling is slowly going down, but I'm like. How big was the uh, little sticky? Um, I'd say probably like about half an inch. Dang, that's pretty big. It was, that's like the length of it. The thickness was like smaller than a toothpick. Like I would oh, say okay. a f- maybe a fourth the size of a toothpick. Gotcha. But it was that was the first time I'd ever been tagged by a stingray before. And I thought... I'm surprised it sat in your body for so long. Usually like uh-huh. the body's kind of cool how it like repairs itself and stuff. Like usually it fights against foreign substances and it'll like push it out of your skin. What's weird though is that... I didn't have any pain. Like, I just felt the throbbing sensation. And, like, obviously, when I was in the water, it felt like salt water against the wound, which didn't feel great. But once I got out, it was fine. I just, I I expected a lot more pain from a stingray. It was probably a small stingray because, you know, Drew, he got stung by a stingray, my sister's husband. And he, he said it was, like, the most painful thing he's ever had in his life. And a lot of people, like, pass out from the pain. Dang. So, I was just, I was very shocked. I'm like, it doesn't even hurt. You're lucky you ran into a bitch-ass stingray. Yeah, exactly. And then Drew got stung by a stingray like two days ago. So No way. So, so he brings it up and he's like, yeah, you got stung by like a prepubescent one, you little bitch. Was he, uh, is that how Steve Irwin died with stingray? Yeah, but his was like through his heart and he pulled it out. That's like the biggest mistake that people make is if you get stabbed. But how or, big is that? Like if yours was half an inch, oh, that can't go to your heart, right? No, no, no. This, this was a big, st- I had a very tiny stingray. So the one that killed Steve Irwin was huge. Like, they can get really big. I'm looking up stingray stingers right now just to see. I guess they're called barbs. Yeah. So it's barbs. out of their... Oh, that's weird. It's a little thing off the extension of their tail. Mm-hmm. Damn, these are huge. Yeah, they can get huge. That's wild. And it's not like a bee, right? They can keep stinging people? It's not like they sting and die? No, they don't die. But I don't know if they can sting right away. I think they like have to regrow the barb. Is the devil ray a stingray? Like the Tampa Bay devil rays? There's stingrays and manta rays. I'm not sure if it's the same thing. Oh, I misspelled devil ray and I typed in devil rat and the images are pretty funny for, for that. <laughs> oh, no, a devil fish or a devil ray is a species of ray. Okay. Oh, it's oh, currently so listed as endangered. Well, good. Steve Irwin. Get him back. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's interesting, dude. On another zoological reference uh, similar to that, I was interested in learning how animals sleep the other day. So I went on a wild, slippery slope of looking up the amount of hours of sleep other animals get. Um, And I guess all animals do sleep, which if you think of it, it's like, okay, kind of makes sense. But even like small animals like flies sleep. But you've really? never thought, uh huh. Well, okay, it's like um, a, what a one second nap, and I'm like, damn, I feel, I no, feel refreshed. I think it was like, uh, I think they said like 400 minutes, so it's like a few hours. That's crazy because that's that's like half their life. <laughs> I mean, some of them only live like eight hours. This one document I found said from armadillos who spend the majority of each day sleeping, they spend 18 hours a day sleeping to the giraffes who only spend two hours sleeping. Scientists believe that virtually all email, all animals sleep. That's nothing, dude. Lions sleep 20 hours a day. That's really? Uh Uh-huh. And they just fucking eat for the last four. That's wild. But yeah. I was thinking like, oh, because we kept having like flies in our house too. Um, and it's, they're getting so annoying. It's like, do these things ever stop? Like, do they sleep? I guess they do. They just sleep on the same schedule as us. That's crazy though, because that's a big part of their life. Yeah. I would have thought maybe some animals don't sleep, 
but I guess it makes sense just to like everyone's bodily organs functioning that you need rest. Yeah. You know, it's funny though. A shark glides while they sleep because they can't breathe unless water is oh, being pushed totally through their gills. Sense. So they're gliding, but like they have to like find a big stretch of land where there's like no movement and they just, they're not land, I guess, ocean. Um, where they just kind of coast. But could you imagine like waking up seconds before hitting a coral reef and you're like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) because there's nothing they can do. I mean, they, they can only, they can just glide. That's it. That would be terrifying to just wake up and be completely in a different place and have no idea where you are. Yeah, especially in the ocean where there's, I feel like, less of a frame of reference for stuff comparative to land. It's like, do do they ever visit the same place twice? But if you think about it, they don't have to worry about going back home. They don't don't go to a home. They just kind of glide forever. Whoa, that is sad. And then they just kind of like hope that they're gliding into a place that's full of fish. Fish are all hobos. Oh my gosh, that's nuts. Did you know that a slug, a slug sees a snail as a guy that has his life together? He's like, that guy's got it going for him, man. He's got a house. (laughs) He's got a house. He's got a living room. He's got storage. He probably makes six leaves a year. (laughs) And a slug looks at a turtle like freaking... uh, Bill Gates. Yeah, I was thinking, uh, what's the old timey guy that was um, really rich? Ruh, ruh, ruh. Rockefeller? Yes. <laughs> Turtles are Rockefellers to snails. That guy's that guy's got it figured out. <laughs> and meanwhile, turtles are, are, are looking at uh like a cat like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. I was watching this other... um, I've been, like, watching a lot of fucking animal shit lately. I was watching a video this morning. It was talking about animals that were, like, dealt the bad hand by evolution. And one of them was um, squids and, like, uh, octopuses because they're super smart, but they're kind of, like... They don't have hands or anything. I don't know. One of them was, like, this video of an octopus that was carrying around a coconut as, like, a portable um, escape shelter. Like, when it got afraid, it would just curl up into this giant coconut. That's actually pretty funny. Yeah. I guess they were saying something where squids have the intelligence of a two-year-old, like, human or something like that. It sounds like it's not that impressive, but comparatively to a lot of animals, it's impressive. I think that I heard a dog... Uh, like a full grown mm-hmm. dog has the mental capacity of a five year old, but it, it might, it's probably lower than that. Maybe like a, uh, a four year old. Cause when Aurora was five, she was actually pretty smart. And Max was not that smart. <laughs> like, like at all. <laughs> yeah. Like definitely not a uh, first grader, kindergartner. They're more like a preschooler for sure. Uh huh. Yeah. Preppy K for sure. They're like uh-huh. the dog pees inside and you're like, no, don't pee there. They're like, okay. I will not pee there. I will but. pee. I will pee five feet over there because you didn't tell me not to pee there. <laughs> all right, great. You're like, no, don't pee in the house at all. Got it. <laughs> hey, I had a revelation yesterday. Um, completely side tangent, but anyone that works at a cemetery technically works the graveyard shift. Every fucking one. Do they call it the graveyard shift? Yeah, no. So, like, technically anyone assigned on the calendar, even if they start at 2 p.m., they're working the graveyard shift. They're like, oh, man, I got the late graveyard shift. That sucks. So how long have you been seeing Tom? Oh, for a while, but it's a little hard because he works the graveyard shift. (laughs) I thought he just left for work. It's 12. Yeah. I thought thought you were going somewhere else with that. Like, she was, like, seeing a dead body. (laughs) You want to see a dead body? 
How long have you been seeing uh, Tim for? Well, I see him from nine to five every day. Uh, it's kind of tough though because he's six feet under, so I don't know how to work like out. Emotionally unavailable right now. Yeah, honestly, you know, it's screw Tom. He's dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. I had something else too. Oh, actually, Logan and I just finished watching this one show on Netflix. It's called Clickbait. Have you seen it? No, I saw that and I was like, that looks like something that's just trying to grab my attention. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's like eight episodes and it's true crimey, kind of like Gone Girl, that style where it's there's a lot of twists and turns that follow this uh, like incident that happened. It's worth mm-hmm. watching. It has the dude from Entourage in it, funny enough, the main guy, but not a real not a ton of actually no other actors I recognized. Gotcha. See, I'm not I'm not a huge like true crime kind of guy. Like everyone's like, oh I love you podcasts like, like, about thrillers and mysteries. I love thrillers and I love mysteries, but like the whole like true crime stuff where or no no, like the like the deep diving into the mental stability of a serial killer and like they're trying oh. to like figure out why he did it like i'm like i just don't i don't yeah. care like like gone girl was good that was a good twist but yeah. like, i can't i can't watch those kind of movies all the time because i'm just like dude i need something that's like full of action or full of comedy the whole like mystery thing is cool for only a certain amount of time but after like two or three movies of that i'm like i am i'm burnt out for a while well i think it's also rare like i don't know how many movies i know like that out there like a handful like those are i I love those movies, but there's just not that many of them that are that, like, worth watching. Like, there's Gone Girl, Perfect Strangers, I think, is one that had Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively. Or A Simple Little Favor, I think. That one was really good. You liked that one? Yeah, you didn't like that? That, The twist was crazy. Uh uh-uh dude i saw that twist coming from a mile away i hated that i'm not kidding fucking way you saw that coming i saw that movie with mckenna and i literally was in the theater and i said look this is i don't want to like spoil it for anyone who's out there but i'm like this is it's gonna happen she's like no what what, really i'm like yes entirely and that's what happened and the whole movie i I hated it i absolutely hated it i guarantee you you watch this show called clickbait you'll have no idea I don't know, man. I'm pretty I, I intuitive. Would dare you, I would dare you to watch it and try to guess. And like, I'm probably like 95% sure that you won't know what the twist is. Okay. You know what movie had a really good twist? Knives Out. That was a great movie. Yeah. That's the same thing. It's just more lighthearted. Yeah. I liked Knives, Knives Out a lot just because it was like... It was lighthearted and funny, and also it kept you on your toes. But it wasn't like... What was that movie we saw the other day? Or not the other day, like two months ago. Um, Like little things or tiny it's a little thing oh, something like that sucked with so bad and like Rur- i thought it was gonna the, the be twist, so much there was better no twist no there wasn't a twist yeah that sucked the twist was there was no twist <gasps> what a twist <laughs> yeah and then you also like didn't wait no you didn't really see what happened at the end right no you so he lied to him pretty much yeah it was like less of a store less of a compelling like criminal story thriller mystery and more just like here's the psyche of a cop that gets way too invested in, in a case uh-huh. and then it, it was honestly i feel like it was just them being like hey this should happen sometimes where yeah. we were chasing the wrong person the whole time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Insane. They could have made it really cool. I know they could have because I'm. I was thinking of like solutions of how they how it was gonna go and 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 how the killer was gonna be found out and none of it came to light. And I was like, mm-hmm. cool. This is just a waste of two hours of my time. Yeah. On that idea of true crime, that is definitely like one of the biggest like fads over the last three to five years, I would say. And also, there's this fad of just like. Just horrible, tasteless, shameless 
kind of dating shows like that that have been around for oh a while gosh. but they're getting adopted across way more networks and shit like hbo has one now called f boy island netflix has a few um and then i keep seeing these ads for national geographic or whatever uh whatever provider does naked and afraid there's a yeah. there's a dating show now for naked and afraid of love where it's just a tasteless like everyone's doing I it i thought it was like wasn't it naked and horny no, no. There's no way they can... What? You can't put out a show called Naked and Horny I on swear, cable you know TV. Okay. Maybe I was looking at P-Hub. I don't know. Hang on. Let me... <laughs> yeah, let, me let me uh Let me just... I swear, though, it yeah, was a P- show. PBS just put out a show called Rock Hard and Looking to Get It On. Yeah, that's actually... It's a good flick. You should check it out. <laughs> <laughs> naked and... I swear it's Naked and Horny. Hang on. Jake and Amir put out a series called Alone and Horny. See? It can be done. Oh my yeah. gosh. I typed in naked and horny and P-Hub XX videos. <laughs> yeah. Like everything's popping up except for what I thought was, oh my God, perfectgirls.net. Got to click on that link. That seems Ooh, like a viable source. Net. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Internet 1.0. X hamster. Is that like a, a hamster that died? Like they like, it like went on a farm. It was like our X hamster. I got to well, click no, on that one. It's a hamster that became too good for you and left you. Oh man. He knew the one that who, got away. He knew what I was really like, and he's like, "I'm out. I can't handle this." Okay, so naked and horny, not a TV show. Don't look not it up. Show. I promise. <laughs> promise you. Chief and tip of the day: Do not Google search naked and horny. Yeah, and definitely don't click on images. <laughs> <laughs> I made that miss. My thumb slipped. I swear. Yeah, dude, that's like it's a trend now, and it's also like getting into the main like. Bachelor has been around, but Bachelor in Paradise is almost as popular, I would say, and complete shit show where it's just like an MTV dating show now. It's insane oh. that it's it's Bachelor seemed like this reputable kind of dating show, even though it's stupid and people are starting to see through it. Uh, they have the, the smut part of it where it's <laughs> Bachelor in Paradise. Just get these people drunk and put them on an island and see what happens. Yeah. So I, I, I'd watch the show Too Hot to Handle. I watched the first season because yep. Claire was home and Brendan want to watch it as well. So we watched the full first season. After Claire left... You watched the whole season? Whole season with them, yeah. Oh yeah we we invested a lot of time in that. Mm-hmm. But I just... So when I typed in Naked and Horny... um. I looked up Nick. Now I looked up Naked and Horny TV show, and it says the 19 horniest shows on Netflix right now. Wow, what a list! Right, too hot to handle on there. Obviously, Outlander, Easy, Sex Education, Sense Eight, Shameless. How they get to I'm, 19? They couldn't just stop at 10 or get to or 20. Or they couldn't get there to 20. <laughs> there are only 19 shows for horny people on Netflix. Jessica Jones. I thought that was like a, a Marvel movie. A Marvel TV show. Yep. Skins. Okay, I, I I get that. The Witcher. The Witcher's not horny. Oh, yeah, there is. Yeah, okay. Netflix puts out shit like that? Usually that's HBO. Sex Explained. Wonderlust. Orange is the New Black. Yeah, of course. You. Um, what if? You? What the fuck? Uh, the Tudors dating around Luke Cage. Gossip. That's another. <laughs> Luke Cage is another Marvel thing. <laughs> Marvel is just a bunch of horny teenagers now watching this. Gossip Girl. What? Scandal. Okay. Scandal is not for what? These aren't horny shows. Dude, I get so revved up watching this shit. Dude, when I need to turn it on, I just put on ER and I let that shit play. <laughs> Man, crazy anatomy gets me fucking throbbing. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Nightly news. <laughs> 
last 60 minutes. I only last three. Dude, I wonder what the next trend is going to be. Because it is this trend of like bullshit that all these other stations are going to start doing. There was true crime, which will stay. I don't think it'll peak again, but it's going to continue to have content for these people that just eat it up. Like what's the next thing tune in next week to find out yeah i do have another business proposition though now that we're talking about it it kind of comes out of the idea of we were talking about new albums last week we were getting ready to prepare for another rotten tomatoes game in the next couple weeks coming up um it's why is there not a music rotten tomatoes out there and there's oh, there's yeah. not really one for it there's like a site called pitchfork there's this other site where it's just not really as robust as rotten tomatoes there needs to be something like that and like if there is let us know i don't think there is because i've looked around a lot and if there's not that seems like such an easy opportunity to build something that's actually a really good idea i don't know why no one's thought of that you could just literally just run a yeah, site you hire some nerds to be the tomato meter and then you let people vote for the audience score it's simple as shit and but i'm saying like all you gotta do is just build the website and then get ad revenue for all the site. You know, you have like those little like clickbait things on the side of the of the website. Yeah, the whole reason why Rotten Tomatoes runs is because people either A, want to see what's good that's out or B, they want to see how their opinion on something matches up to other people's. So yeah, how has no one started that? That's nuts. Yeah, no, they need to. That's like, that's, I think that you should start that business and like give me like 10% since you told me first. <laughs> that's how that works. <laughs> I'll give everyone listening 10%. So if there's more than 10 people, we got a problem. They don't get 10%, only me, because you decided to bring this idea to me. (laughs) All right, it's true crime, but for Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) Which murder did it best? Yeah, I, I think... I think that's a great idea, and we should definitely run with that. We should. It's 50-50 now. All right. It'll be a Chief in Productions website. Oh, perfect. Okay, 60-40 now. You get 40. <laughs> great. I would have taken 30. Oh, you sly dog. How'd you get that 10% out of me? <laughs> All right, guys, I hope your weekend is full of 100% scores on Rotten Tomatoes for every adventure you partake in. And from all of us here at Chiefin, keep it Chiefin. Keep it Chiefin.